to Grid Iron Campbell, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ryan, and I'm joined by the entire collective, the disciple, Brett Colson, Donnie, D.P. Peters, and the resident moose himself, Mo Nawara. After another 4 and one performance in Week 16, we are 44 31 and 5 in the Las Vegas Super Contest, tied for 337th place. We are three points out of the cash and probably need a miracle in week 17, 5 and 0, plus some shenanigans in order to reach that top 100. And we already had some shenanigans in that week 16. The first three games that came to completion. We covered by a combined, drum roll please, two points. (laughs) Three games, two points. Wait, how is that possible? (laughs) Never in doubt either. Oh, yeah. Absolute. Well, let's be fair. Slurs was a slam dunk. All right? That was never a doubt. But the other two, Bengals and... Bills. How? I was at the Jets game. I still haven't seen a single snap from either of those games. The Bengals was the best. How? The Bengals was the luckiest thing I've ever seen. The Bills was like, we just needed Josh Allen to stop playing like a total idiot the whole game, but the Bengals was unreal. So Bengals, I'm looking at my phone, you guys are freaking out, and then I check GameCast, and the Browns are at the five-yard line. And I'm like, oh, it's over. All right, whatever. Browns score again, we don't cover. But it was one of those perfect scenarios where there was enough time, uh, uh, there was just enough time left that they could run out the clock. So they just knelt it out. What the hell happened before that? Please explain. BP, please let me know. Quick recap. What happened? How did we cover in this game? Well, we drove down and got a touchdown. I mean, I don't even really remember what happened. I just remember screaming Stop. the whole time. <laughs> Mo, I'll take it from here. Go, yeah, go, Mo, Mo, Mo was like, well, I was like half watching it because I actually wrote that game off completely. <laughs> and, and then and then Mo was like, you know, we kind of got a shot here. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And I just, I kept watching the Bills game because I, I felt like the Bills, okay, we have like an actual shot with this stupid Bills game because if Josh Allen just needs to go down and score, like that's all he needs to do and stop playing like a total moron. And he did. And it was great. But then I, I didn't pay attention until the, the end of the Bengals game until they were deep in the Browns territory. I can just see Mo willing something Driscoll to the finish line. Give so, it to yeah, us. Yeah. So what happened was it? It was twenty six to three, and uh, they scored a touchdown like pretty late to go down sixteen. Uh, and I was like, hold on a second. I, I realized I had a good shot to cover if I had one touchdown, but because I ha- I got plus ten. But then I was like, wait. We got eight and a half. I was like, and they'll definitely go for two if they score. So I typed into the chat. I was like, we actually have somewhat of a shot in this Bengals game. And then they immediately intercepted the Browns, I think. <laughs> Maybe a fumble, some some sort of turnover. So they got they got the ball in like the 25. And all of a sudden, we were within striking distance for sure. There was five minutes left. But it was the grindiest 25-yard drive. But they did score, <laughs> but we still needed yards. the two-pointer. And they got just like, holy shit. Everything just lined up in incredible for us oh my back God. door i think that was it, the best look for i think that was the best I was run. Say, it looked for yeah 3.5 quarters like the Bengals weren't going to score a point basically go ahead brett yeah i was just gonna i think that was the best we've run in like a 15 minute window in <laughs> our four or five years of doing this 
it was amazing. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, that went from like I, I thought the season was. Ba- I, I thought we were done. The season was just over. To just we're three and zero. It was a blocked punt. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. I do. That's how they got the ball. Uh, okay, that was it. Yep. I do remember reading that update. Yeah, one of the notes I wrote for this week's games was that uh, the old four and a half yards per play last week for the Bengals and still found a way to cover. How? Oh, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, that was so contrarian, but I definitely did not deserve <laughs> that point. Oh, I actually thought we were toast because I thought the Browns were going to score at the end just because Hugh Jackson's on the other side. And the way Baker was staring him down, I was like, they're just going to score. Oh, and you got to rub it in. And you got Greg Williams, who shows no mercy. Yeah, I was shocked that that they did not plunge in. Four o'clock hour, not kind to us. Rams pillaged the Cardinals. And then the Hawks, man. C-Link matters. A very impressive effort against most Kansas City chefs. And that's how we get to four and one. Apologies for the late show this week. It's holiday season. Some things were forgotten. Some fingers have been pointed on social media, but they will remain at our sides for the next 30 minutes or so. This is going to be a turbo episode. Very Merry Christmas to all of you out there and an upcoming Happy New Year as well. Be safe this weekend. Be smart. If you are listening to this on a Saturday, then you are a super fan, and we thank you. Uh, And if you're not, if you're listening to this sometime next week as we uh, bemoan a losing season or celebrate a miraculous finish into the cash. Thank you for tuning in as well. Normally, what we do is we look at split games where there's two hosts on one side, two hosts on the other. Lone Wolf, where there's a host alone on a side, and then we get to our picks. But we are going to, like I said, a little bit of a turbo edition here. So we're going to look at two split games that were actually a bunch this week, five in total. So we'll look at two of them because... They were really highly rated by uh, at least two hosts, each of the contests. And then there is a lone wolf that we will discuss because it made somebody else's card. But all the other lone wolves, to be honest, were either in the middle of the pack or at the bottom. Moe's was a one. DP had a two and a three. And then I had a couple in the middle, which were, to me, a bit coin flippy. So let's go straight to the split game segment. And it's Bengals, Steelers, and... Dolphins Bills there is a host on each side of these games that has it them in their top five and it's funny because it's each host uh I have the Steelers Brett has the Bengals and then in the other game DP has the Bills and Mo has the Dolphins so we're each going to get the stage here uh in a second and I'm going to start because it seems insane that I'm not only laying 14 and a half with the Steelers, but I'm doing so with such conviction. I've been dumping on Mike Tomlin. I've been dumping on this entire team for the duration of the season. But this is a week where we need to get weird. And not only do we probably have to go 5-0, and but we have to go 5-0 and with games that people are not going to select. And there's one thing that we think we know about this contest, and it's that people don't want to lay large numbers, which this is. The Steelers are 14.5-point favorites at home at Heinz Field against the Bengals. And then in addition to that, according to the spread, 53% of the tickets uh, 
are on the Bengals. Beware of a public dog, specifically when that dog is being quarterbacked by something Driscoll. As I noted previously, four and a half yards per play last week for the Bengals in one of the fakest covers you've ever seen. Bengals 28th on defense, 28th against the pass. And I think that the Steelers have it in them to absolutely steamroll this team this weekend. If you look at them at home this year, they do have three massive victories on their resume. 24 against the Falcons, 15 points against the Browns, and that was Baker Mayfield's Browns, and then 31 against the Panthers. This is only their third uh, home game. Or they've, excuse me, they've only played two home games since November 8th. So this is a very comfortable spot for them to come home, a must-win scenario where they won't know the results of the Ravens game until at least halftime, so they can open up a big lead by the half. So I think that they might have a blowout in them, and I certainly don't think the Steelers will be clicking them. On the other side, Bert, you've got the Bengals. You're taking the 14-and-a-half. Tell us why. Well, I don't think people are going to click the Bengals either, and this line is dumb. The Steelers shouldn't be favored by two touchdowns against anybody, especially a division rival that hates their guts. Like, we don't actually think the Bengals are going to lie down and let Pittsburgh stay alive in the playoff hunt, do we? We just saw this situation. I I don't expect them to lay down, but I don't expect them to play well. You know? Because they stink. This team stinks. Are the Steelers, the Steelers aren't, they're not even good. They're, They're okay. Yeah, they're okay. Why are they 14.5-point favorites then? 13.5, whatever it is. Well, public sniffed out the line, too. Public is on the Bengals, but the line isn't moving. It's me. It's it's hanging around at that 14.5. What was the look-ahead last week? Look-ahead line 13. was 13. 10.5 at FanDuel. I don't know. This this is crazy to me. We, we just saw this last year. Cincinnati ended the hopes of a division rival in Week 17 because they tried. It's like the same spot. Obviously, unlikely they're going to win this healthy. week on the road in Pittsburgh, but I think they can keep this clo- uh, close long enough to get a cover. That's a lot of points to cover. Big Ben, Big Ben sucks. Trust me, I don't love this line. I, I'm not in super love with this spot, but I, I do believe in the range of outcomes. There is a significant enough portion where the Steelers go out and drop 35, 40 points on this awful Bengals defense and something Driscoll on the road at Heinz Field just pisses down his leg. Well, the most important thing this week is game theory, right? Where do we think both these teams are going to land in the contest? To me, I think I agree with you that the Bengals won't be popular. I think these are both like bottom 10 plays, both of these teams. That was the hardest thing about this week was figuring out where people are going to go. Yep. And that's why there's some weird picks that we're going to talk <laughs> yeah. about that we love. Uh, Mo, you're going to jump in. Yeah, there. it's tough. You, you clicked Bengals, but it sounded like you were defending me a little bit there, just a pinch. Yeah, I'm on. Uh, give me Steelers if we think Bengals, if we think these are both in the bottom 10. I mean, I, I think Bengals will be absolutely radioactive with something. I mean, you can't see anybody touching them. Since he also has multiple defenders on their two deep out and their defense is already bad. I, I kind of Bengals when I saw this spot and I just like, I can't like the Bengals because man. Like you brought it up, all the reasons this could easily be a role, and and that was 
abysmal last week the way they played against the, i mean if the browns tried for four quarters i mean the score would have been 45 to 3 dp you had this as your one pointer so staying away completely but we'll turn to you first for the next contest because you have this very high it's a team that i was afraid to touch because i thought they would be popular we've seen them be popular yes in the past weeks and that's the buffalo bills minus three and a half at home dp are you foregoing game theory here i think you are a little bit i don't think it's going to be as high i mean i think it'll be kind of high but i look at it and i say you know these are two teams that are playing for absolutely nothing so i think there's some other games where you know ultimately okay i put this kind of in the middle and i was like right right off the bat i was like you know what this this feels like a spot where a lot of people are going to be on the bills but then as i looked at the other games and i realized what's on the line for some of these other games i felt like those would be much higher or in terms of popularity so the bills kept going higher and higher up my card um so i mean i feel confident with them and and i mean if they're high owned then i, I screwed up like i mean but i think they're going to be kind of in the middle not not way up top, but also not way at the bottom. I think enough people are gonna gonna gamble on them, but I think enough people are gonna kind of be scared because there are a lot of different games where there's a ton on the line for for one side, if not two sides. Um, and then this game is just like, yeah, whatever. And then you know today we get the news Kyle Williams is gonna retire after this year. I think that only helps the Buffalo Bills in this spot in terms of you know going out for one of their leaders. I think that this is just. I mean, Miami up in the cold, come on. Last game of the season, they don't care, man. They do not care at all. I think this is a great spot for the Bills. But like I said, if I if they're top five popularity, then yeah, I screwed up. I think they will be. Football-wise, I have to agree one million percent. Dolphins, yeah. 32 degrees, 11 mile an hour wins, seven week 17, just begging for quadruple zeros on the clock to get to the offseason lines already at four and a half on pinnacle i'm totally with you this is the absolute right side but i am so afraid that it's going to be popular but you might be right it might be popular in a top 10 sense but it might not be popular in a top three sense because people are going to inevitably tell themselves that like you said there are games that matter and the teams in those games that have something to play for are slam dunks, so I need to pick them. So those were the spots that I faded entirely. I did have the Bills very low, but I, I could see them being a little less popular uh, than I hoped for. Mo, you went on the exact opposite side. You went full contrarian. You picked the fish. My fear here is <laughs> they got no shot in this game. That's my fear. Wait, 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 what? They have no shot? Yeah, the fish. Why not? Come on, man. I'm surprised they didn't petition to cancel this game. 32 degree weather. Oh, my God. 11 mile an hour wins. You guys think... They just, oh, lost at, they just lost at home to the Jags. I mean, this is as packed in as it can get. You're You're giving me all the reasons why we need to take the fish here. Yes. If you guys think nobody... If you guys think... Uh, the fish have no chance. Then we definitely need the fish. Um, okay, this is very simple. Brett brought it up uh, weeks ago when we tried putting the bills on the card. I think it was um, that Lions game where they were minus two and a half. This is rule of bills favored. Bills have been greatest favorites with McDermott. I, I brought that stat up. They've only failed to cover once as favorites with McDermott as head coach. Well, not twice. Two times they were favored. Two times they failed to cover, uh, and 
one time lost outright, one time probably should have lost outright. And one of the times was to this same Miami team, was it not? No, wait, that was Jets, Jets. Um, and yeah, I, I do worry about Miami in cold weather. Uh, but this is the public is still on, I think, this Miami run offense, which is can get something going against a mediocre run defense here. And it's just, it's just the talent levels, you guys. I mean, this is be favored by three and a half in pro football in it already this year. And we're going to see it again. This line is utterly, I won't use the R word, <laughs> utterly idiotic, you guys. If you're just going off talent, it is so ridiculous. The Bills could be minus three and a half here. Rule of pro pride. That's that. That's a thing. Professional pride. If yeah, if Miami cares at all, this is probably only a cover. I don't know if they care. I don't know why they'd care. <laughs> you know. All right. So those are our split games. Not making the card. Well, except one of them. <laughs> Spoiler alert. DP did it. Circling, Come on! Circling the wagons. I know, it's not contrarian. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. No, this is stupid. <laughs> Donald? Earth to it's Donald? The wrong side what, do you, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I told you... I, 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 on? First of all, I, don't, I do not agree with, with the rationale of putting the Dolphins on because I think that that is a, just a total ridiculous play. Okay, I think because there's no, they have no shot in covering this game. Like, zero. Zero, absolutely zero. I'm the Bills need to like. I'm the, with need, Donald. The bus needs to crash on the way to the stadium for the Miami to cover this game. I'm with the Buffalo Bills. These idiots are a lock to win a football you, game. I, I'm yeah, with Donald. If you idiots think this, then we definitely need the more talented team getting three and a half here. I'm with Donald. I don't think this game's about talent. I think this is about fifty-three guys that want to get out of the cold as fast as possible and get back to Miami. No interest in competing. Yeah, but we can't go 5-0 and with a top five team. No, yeah, that, that I get. That I understand. The contrarian aspect of this is what I do not like. The, the, the we, why does Donnie like the Bills so much? Why Listen, does Donnie like I just said, I think there's, every week? It's in his I think blood. there's enough games that I think are going to be more popular than this one. I think there's one game where both sides are probably going to be popular. Well, let's get to the selections. And Mo leads us off again. 3-2 and two last week. And he's got my favorite pick of the week i i had this as my third top pick i didn't have the stones to put it number one but mo did the damn thing as always mo give the people i I, this is classic tail at your own risk probably don't tail at all but this is perfect for where we are at in the contest give it to him mo yeah i'm fading this idiotic steam what the hell I guess once again, sharps are just lining up behind the Atlanta Falcons. I don't understand it. First of all, I think this is a fake line because I'm seeing an opener at pick, and for some reason, Cornegay just typed in minus one. <laughs> well, this, this is this is literally on there. This is literally wrong team favored. Like <laughs> the Falcons well, are favored yeah. everywhere, and the Bucks are favorites of the contest. But yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any. sense sense i don't know where they got this line they just made it up but it's but that actually favors us this week like that actually helps us because that's going to push more people away from one hundred percent 
this game is a Spider-Man meme as it gets. Like you honestly, I mean, this is this is just Mortal Kombat, and you're clicking on the same character, right? <laughs> Everything is identical about these teams. They both shred people through the air. They both both bleed. Both have really poor running games. I mean, I mean, is there one difference between these two teams? Uh, is James playing? He's not. If James isn't I playing, even better. I've heard, I, yeah, I think I Griffin might play. Griffin? What's a Griffin? Ryan, Ryan Griffin might play quarterback on Sunday. What? That that's the what report. That's the... why that's why I clicked Falcons here. Cause what happened to the keg? <laughs> Wait, so this is just a, a complete punt by the Bucks? That's what it looks like. There's been a lot of chatter about them starting. Not even if he doesn't start, they're gonna give Ryan Griffin snaps. Wait, this guy's 29 years old. Why are they giving him burn? It's not even like he could Who's be a future Ryan player. <laughs> Wait a minute, this is a punt. They're gonna the NFL is gonna allow them to punt like this. I'm reading, I'm reading a report from TampaBay.com right now that uh, Ryan Griffin could see his first NFL regular season start Sunday against Atlanta. Something Ryan Griffin went to Tulane. He was an undrafted free agent in 2013. That's why I clicked Falcons, because I don't even know who this guy is. Well, so wait a minute. So Me neither. This is, is this Bucks fading Jameis so he doesn't get hurt? I don't know. And so they don't have to pay him? That's the only thing that would make sense, right? Because the only way they'd automatically have to exercise his option is if he was injured. So this is literally the Bucks saying, sorry, Jameis, you're done. Like, you're never playing a snap again for Tampa Bay. Yeah. That makes sense. That's insane. Well, that changes. Yeah, I kind of thought that that would happen, at least that he wouldn't play. But I thought we would get Keg, and I was like, "Well, Keg will just go all out. Who cares?" Oh, if it was Keg, I'd feel better. Yeah, why aren't they? But I don't know what this guy is. What happened to him? They don't care about him. They just let Keg go out on top, throw for five hundred yards, just go nuts. (laughs) So we're we're at an impasse here. I don't know what to do. Man, this is stupid. Mo, do you want to fire Whatever. your number two? If we're going ultra contrarian, then we definitely need the box. <laughs> I mean, the line is still one. Yeah, but as soon I mean, as... If you were willing to put the Dolphins in that in that game with that weather, like all that sort of crap on the card, then you got to put Ryan Griffin and the Bucks on the card. And the, and I mean, the, you just have to, as favorites, There's by the way. no better way for us to cash in this contest than with Ryan Griffin. That's for sure. At quarterback. If something Ryan Griffin starts, this is a lock for bottom five. Absolute <laughs> well, lock. On the other side, Julio's probably not going to play, right? He's been out all week, and Tevin Coleman's been out all week, so whatever. And and the Falcons have to come back to earth, right? Two straight, massively public favorites, cover with ease. I mean, this is come back to earth as fuck. For well, that's also Deion Jones. Yeah, that's fair. I'll give him that. Their defense has been... Markedly better, but look who they're playing as well. Something Heineken and something Rosen, and now something. And now something. <laughs> Wait a minute, Ryan. This doesn't make sense. Like they don't. They don't have some random twenty-one-year-old that they can just throw out there. They don't have a. Uh, who's the rando that's playing quarterback for the Panthers? Jared Allen, Josh Allen, Kyle, Kyle Allen. They don't have a Kyle Allen that they can put out there. They're putting out 29-year-old Tulane grad Ryan Griffin. 
Oh my god. If Jameis plays, the Bucks should be minus three. That's all I know. I agree. I'm with you guys. If Jameis plays, <laughs> but there's steam on the Falcons because of this news. Let's go Ryan Griffin. I don't <laughs> care. We need weird points, and they ain't no weirder point than Ryan Griffin. So <laughs> I'm with still you. Down, but uh, you guys are down. I just I felt like there were better spots than this one. Hey, I'm I'm listening. I'm here for the lulls. We'll give him a better spot. I'm listening, Bert. and I got my number two pick ready. I don't care. So DP's got Bills. Moe's got Bucks. Bert. Bert's got the number one pick. This was my number one pick. This is a, a slam dunk in terms of all the boxes are being checked. Give it to him, Mr. Minotti. I've got the Titans plus three. Uh, the Titans, the Tennessee Titans still have a shot at the two seed. Like, how bad <laughs> is this AFC right now? Outside of the Chiefs and Chargers. But despite being the home team here in a must-win spot, the public piling the road favorite Indy at 78%. Sharp action on the Colts, public on the Colts. But for the contest, you have to go Titans. Because all the narratives... No, for the contest, we have to go Titans. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, yeah, well we actually know what we're doing. So, yeah, we have to go Titans. Because... <laughs> They're 0-10 against Andrew Luck, and nobody's going to click Titans in this spot. So uh, one of the most important games for Tennessee in a long time. I I think this is wrong team favorite, to be honest, and it's a great spot for the contest. 78% on the Colts. I got it here in all caps. Wrong team favored. And then right after that, also in all caps, who cares who plays QB for the Titans? Yeah. <laughs> who cares? Honestly, Blaine Gabbert is actually like fine. I was gonna say honestly, at this point, it's I think fair to say that Blaine Gabbert is a better thrower than Marcus Mariota. That might be just simply an objective fact. Mariota might be a little better in the pocket, moves a little better, but in terms of just purely throwing the football, I'm taking Blaine Gabbert all day. And if Mariota gets to play, this is not only winning you're in. This might be for Marcus Mariota's quite similar to Jameis Winston, win and you get $22 million. <laughs> so all the motivation in the world for the quarterback who'll be playing at home. Is India lock to be the top play? I feel like they might be. Oh, I think so. God, yeah. It's got to be, right? Yeah. So we definitely need Titans on the card. I mean, I had Titans high, but I wasn't even thinking about the fact that the Colts are like, Certainly a top five play, almost certainly number one or two. Plus, we're getting, there's a lot of sneaky things in Tennessee's favor here. Coming off extra rest, I think this is the healthiest outside of the quarterback position, ironically. The healthiest this roster's been all season. While on the other side of the ball, Ryan Kelly left the game against the Giants. He's He hasn't practiced this week. T.Y., he's going to play. He's been getting vet treatment. He's not been practicing, but he's banged up. Still no Clayton Gathers. Like, if you look at this... Colts injury report it is a long list of bodies that are either nicked up or just straight up won't be playing in the game on Sunday my only worry with this one is that people will want to be on both sides because this is the highest motivation game of the week and people will be looking for spots where teams are motivated I don't know I consider I considered that I did but I still think this is a massive leverage spot for us yeah I don't know who's picking the opposite side of the number one play who's clicking Titans 
<laughs> I think it's going to be big both ways. You think, think people are clicking like, Titans? Number one Colts, number five Titans. No, no, no they're not going to be that high. No way. Not a, people Colts hate one. the Titans. They'll be like, they could be like 10, though. Where a lot of these guys at the top at the top of the the standings, they absolutely love the Titans. They pick them all the time and they crush with them. I think that a lot of the sharp guys in the contest are going to be picking the Titans, and I think that every dolt in their mother is going to be picking the Colts. We just need the that, cup. That's why I put it really low, and that's that. This is one of the games where I was like, I think you know, when I'm weighing like the Bills versus these two teams, I think that I have a better shot with the Bills versus these two teams. Again, I, could totally be wrong, but yeah, who the hell knows? I'd be surprised if the Titans were popular. I think you're going to see at least five, 600 more people on the Colts than the Titans, yeah. at least. Yeah, that feels about right. Yeah, but that's fine. That, that could be 800 and 1,400. Yeah, but that's still that's still good. It's not, well, it's not going to be that much, but that's still good for us. All right, my pick. Had to do it. They've got us this far. It was absolutely mandatory. This was not my number one. My number one was the Titans. But guys, we have to have the Washington Rails. Attaboy, yes. I mean, let's just saddle up one more time. (laughs) What a beautiful spot for Washington. And I've been probably the number one proponent. No, I can't take that crown from from Bert. Bert is the the big, big dick Nick, biggest supporter. But I've been loving the Eagles recently. Last week, I thought it was a perfect spot for them. Coming home, drunk Christmas crowd, Super Bowl MVP at quarterback, and yet they could still only muster a two-point victory over the Texans, who are not very good. Eagles defense continues to be suspect. They did get four sacks last week, but I keep waiting for them to put together a full performance up front, and they just they won't do it. And then... On the other side of the ball, we love the Slurs defense, 10th in pass defense, 11th in sack rate, and the one thing that they're very bad at, stopping the run, the Eagles refuse to do. They're 26th in rush offense. Uh, my biggest concern was actually Darren Sproles catching the ball out of the backfield, but I went and checked that. Slurs 9th in defending the running back out of the backfield. So 6.5 points is just piles of points. Josh Johnson playing for his career probably in the league. Give me the slurs. Let's go. Slurs outright. Break the hearts of every person in Philadelphia. Anybody worried? Who was the lowest on slurs? How how could anybody be worried about this? This <laughs> Not is me. This I want an amazing uh, spot. I think this will be the biggest leverage spot the of the week. Oh, DP. DP lowest on the slurs, and it was still in his top five. <laughs> yeah. I think this is going to be the biggest leverage spot of the week. I think... I think Everyone is in love with Nick Foles, which fine, that's fine. But in this spot, man, the Redskins get a chance to eliminate the reigning Super Bowl champions, their division rival. Get no, this is awesome. All right, the collective pick. Very quickly, I actually have it queued up here, and then I gotta go. So let's let's quickly get through this, and then we'll for the fans out there, we'll make our final decisions, and we'll tweet out the card. But here is the collective selection. If this thing would let it go. The collective chooses the Houston Texans. Yeah. 
Uh, Shit. I don't like this, guys. Yeah, why Why were people high I actually love the Texans, but I don't like this for the contest. Yeah, why were people high on the Texans? Because I love the Texans, I but they're like right outside my top five because I didn't want to put them in there. Yeah. Texans were, my, Texans were my one-pointer. I think they're way the right side, but I think they're going to be super popular. Yeah, way the right side, but got to be top five in the contest, right? Certainly Probably. top ten. Probably. This is the biggest motivational difference spot in the entire in the entire card, I think. I mean, everyone knows that the Jags have quit, and the Texans need to win to have a shot at a bye. So, I mean... God, I, so, so I think people are going to be lining up to take the Texans. So how did the Jags win, though? Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I, I Blake Bortles tries yeah, to get his I have no back. idea. All right, one last like, point. I, I capped this at like eleven. Like I almost think this is a free space. But w- one last point. I don't like it, and then I got a dip, and then we're just going to have to discuss offline and keep the people waiting with bated breath. There's a game I just want to float real quick. And it's in the same vein as the Steelers. Hawks minus 13 and a half. Absolutely love it. Who's laying the 13 and a half? That's my reasoning there. And does Josh Rosen score a single oh, point? He might. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't see it. I don't see how Arizona scores a point. That's what I wrote down. How do they score a point? All right. So I'll leave you with that as a, as a brain teaser, and then we'll just continue this in the group chat. But I got to go. Sorry to the fans. It's holiday season. Got family and friends. Was able to sneak away and give you 30 minutes. So the, the, the preliminary card that we will finalize sometime between now and when the picks are submitted. Slurs. Titans. Bills. Bucks. Texas. It's a shit show. <laughs> Yuck. All right. Follow these guys on Twitter at Brett Colson, C-O-L-L. S-O-N, at Donnie underscore Peters, and at Mo Nuwara, N-U-W-W-A-R-H, at Gridiron Gamble is where the card will be. We need to discuss. We need 5-0. Best of luck in your betting ventures. 